podcast i'll be your half of the host paul miller another half is seymour butts <laughs> just kidding it's me again <laughs> <laughs> it's me seymour butts <laughs> um well okay so we were talking about how like there are so many podcasts that just do like two stories or I don't know. They, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, we decided we should probably change the format a little bit because I think they're doing it better than we are. <laughs> and so we just decided that for tonight, Paul is just going to tell us a little bit about some, something that I don't know anything about. It's a murderer or something like that. And we're just going to talk about it. The reality was Zach is too lazy to find you any weird stories. Well, that's part of it. But like, I'd rather do one episode that's more in-depth and interesting than two half-assed things. And that's kind of what we've been working with, I think. So if you like it, let us know if you don't. Yeah, I always forget to say we have an email address. And I think it's thewildthingspodcast at gmail.com. But I also can't remember. We have... The email that was it. Okay, that's it. We also have a Twitter, but I've already forgotten the password, so I don't know if I can get back into it. There's a Facebook group page I made. Oh, I didn't know about that. You're an administrator. You just don't know. Oh. And yeah, I'm the one that moved. Please ignore the creaky chairs. We're really working to like have a secured setup and everything. There are two mics now, although one of them is not working. So, I mean, we're, we're getting there <laughs> slowly, but surely. We're back to one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting here trying to pull up my info and I'm like about to start playing games. Oh, why well, are you bored? No, I just <laughs> forgot what I was doing. We can stop. <laughs> if you want to play. Hold on. Hold on, guys. I got to play my... Wait, I don't, see. Don't the, look at. Don't look at the murderer. I didn't see his name. I just saw his picture. He looks like um that drag queen divine. Well, I guess we threw a wig on him. Queen no. Creed. Oh, that's not. No, that's the person that posted that. But all right, tonight's my uh, we're going with the murderer since we're going to change it up. And by changing it up, what we're thinking is uh, we're just gonna pick something and just one of us go with it. And it's just going to be, it's not going to always be murders, it's just going to be whatever we just honestly are interested in at that moment. Yeah, it'll probably stick to the same kind of like, um, wild things idea of just like something weird, but I mean, it could be anything, I guess. Honestly, I would love some emails about weird stuff I've never heard about. Yeah, I'd like to get some emails too, I just, at this point, would be scared to read what they say. Yeah, nothing too. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I know like... I'm sure there's a lot of constructive criticism for anybody that listens to this, but yeah, we know. <laughs> but who we're going to speak about tonight, his name's Joe the Cannibal Metheny, if you've ever heard of him. 
Methany. Meth. I, I maybe I'm mispronouncing. It looks like meth any meth methany. Bethany Methany. I don't know. Well, yeah. Wasn't there a a police story about a girl named Methany who was arrested for crystal meth? I'm sure there's a lot. No, her name was Crystal Methany. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess it's a real last name because that guy has it. Was that on the Onion? No, it was on a non-fake news website. Oh, okay. Although it's hard to tell the difference. Didn't you try to get a job at the Onion at one time? Uh, I don't think so. I thought you were for some reason. For some reason, I thought you were like trying to write for him. I mean, I the format's funny, and I've done it a couple of times just to like prove that it's easy to do. But I don't. I mean. I didn't submit it to them for any reason. I think you should do it. But yeah, before I get into this guy, I have one question for you. Have you ever stopped to eat at a roadside food place? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I like traveling, so yeah, I have. I want you to think about that when we get to this. Okay. Well, well, just think about all those meals. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm always on low carb, and a really safe option is like barbecue because it's mostly protein. Oh. So, oh, you like the barbecue? Am I going to be scared to do that anymore? <laughs> well, just to cut to the the chase, this guy liked to cook up human bodies and serve them in a barbecue stand. This is pretty funny that you said you like barbecue. Well, I, I mean, it. I sort of assumed it. Is that sounds like fried green tomatoes though? Yeah, a lot less classy, though. There's no, uh... He's like, I'm trying to protect this white girl from her abusive husband. So what you're saying is the secret was not in the sauce. It was in the, in the basement full of dead bodies, I the guess. The secret is in the dead hookers. Were they hookers? I guess. Sex workers is, I think, the proper term now. Oh, yeah, it is. Well... Why do they call them sex workers? Like, I'm not called security worker or paint worker or burglar worker. Uh, I mean, I don't know when it changed. I, I guess people just... When you work in that business or that line of work... <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But, I mean, I guess it's not always actual penetration right i mean sometimes you can just be an escort and well or sometimes you could just be a dancer I an mean, escort isn't a prostitute those are, but they, isn't like sex worker just an all-encompassing umbrella for all those terms i think sex worker basically is just for people to have sex for money i could be mistaken but why would you call a stripper a sex worker because they're just i mean because she makes money because of her body from sex i mean not like literal sex but you know i don't know imagined i guess i saw that one porn star was saying she was like they didn't cut her scene when she was a surprise raped you see that i can't remember what her name was now i mean i thought doesn't doesn't sex worker apply to porno also i think well i mean they're having sex though so i'd assume it would I would just assume it only applied to ones that actually had sex. Because, like, escorts, that could, but they have a choice. It's sort of, like, up to them. From my understanding. I, maybe the reason it's called sex worker is because people get, like, trapped in it. And they're not there by choice. It's not because they were just like, oh, you know, I'm really into sex and I'll make some cash. It's because they were, like, 
human trafficked. So it's not really fair to call them prostitutes. It has such a negative connotation. I don't even know. We've lost track. Let's try to call the tracks. Sorry. Where, where, I don't remember where I got that from. Okay, but if you'd like to know about our Joe Metheny, get get back on track. Joe Metheny. Um, I'll be quite honest with you. I read a few articles, and yet again, none of them merged, so I'm just going to try and muddle my way through it. There's one I saw that said he served in the Army at some point in time. And everybody that knew him was like, oh, he was such a nice guy and polite. And apparently it all started around 96. No, that's when he got caught. 95 or 4. Where's his first one? Well, I mean, what, like, did he have that weird trifecta of things? Like, did he have a terrible abuse of childhood? See, that's, I couldn't find it anything about his childhood i really wanted to know like what his childhood was and i could find right no... especially because he was cooking people was yeah. he eating them or just serving them uh, see that's like the thing sort of well i may get to the start it, it his first murders were i'm trying to find which year i mean i, I, wanna... I guess it's one thing to like dispose of the bodies through your <laughs> barbecue restaurant but i guess it's completely different if you're like actually into eating them yourself well see i'm not even entirely sure this story as well as it's known is completely true because i found one article by like the uh, what is it, baltimore newspaper i can't remember what the name is sun herald so, something like that i don't know it was an actual thing from their website though and its story basically said nothing about the cannibalism but see it may have been pertaining to his first two murders because he didn't eat them uh it was actually well see in 95 his wife left him and took their six-year-old son and he heard that she was having sex for people or doing drugs underneath some bridge and so he decided to go there and when he got there He'd carried a hatchet with him, and he just killed these two guys <laughs> that were there, and then weighted the bodies down with rocks, threw them in the river, and uh, I guess he confessed. Okay, so that, I mean, you know, kind of like a rage-inspired thing, and they were probably transients or something. Well, he was actually acquitted of those murders, though, but... Everybody believes he did it. Well, did he confess or no? He confessed to a lot of stuff that oh. they couldn't prove. Because, uh, see, the, he told the police that he killed three more unrelated individuals that same night. Uh, and threw their bodies in the the river, like I said, with the rocks. And they, they went and looked, but they couldn't find anything. Like, no bodies or anything. But I think this was three years later. Yeah, it was three years. So when he got caught with the hookers is when he confessed to the other murders. When he finally gets caught, he confesses to killing ten people. But the police, they can't scientifically connect him to the ten. They can't even prove that ten people are even dead, really. Because of how what he was doing. But what he liked to do was lure... This is in quotation marks in the article here. He liked to lure crack whores... <laughs> uh, is 
crack sex workers. <laughs> yeah, crack addicted sex workers. Uh, Kathy Ann Mag- Magaziner and Kimberly Spicer. Magaziner was 45, Spicer was 26. And what he would do is he'd, you know, take them to his trailer. And we, I just assume he had some sort of sex with them. Then he killed them. Uh, it said, I don't know what he did with each one. Uh, some of them he chopped up, killed, stabbed. Uh, some of them he strangled, I think. But instead of trying to bury the bodies, really, he would then dismember, supposedly partially ate some of them, and then he prepared the rest into burger meat, which he sold. You want to read the quote from him? Um, yeah, I will, but... Where does he? Where is he? Is it in Baltimore? Yeah, Baltimore. Well, on so the outskirts of Baltimore. Does he work in a restaurant, or is he just selling meat out of his truck or car? It or was whatever? like, from what I read, it was like a roadside stand. So I guess oh. it was his roadside. And okay. like you saw the picture, he's a. I think I read somewhere he was about four hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah, he looks like it. He's a a big dude. <laughs> Yeah, and he he didn't really have a long run. Like it, this all started in '95. He gets caught in '96. Uh, I don't feel like I've ever heard about this before. See, I heard about it about two or three years ago, and I was like, "How have I never heard of a guy that was feeding people to people?" But that was the first somebody in one of those weird groups I'm in. I'm in a bunch of weird ones. But here's his quote from when he got caught with what he would do to him. Zach will be the reinterpretation. <laughs> what do you think he sounds like? Well, first off, he's 450 pounds, so it's going to be a, a throaty voice. Okay. Oh, God, this is like Albert Fish. <laughs> I like the picture that the big the big lady from Deuce Bigelow that's like, cakes and pies, cakes and pies. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> While on trial, Metheny said, I cut the meat up and put it in some Tupperware bowls, then put it in a freezer. I opened up a little open pit beef stand. I had real roast beef and pork sandwiches. They were very good. <laughs> this is gruesome. The human body taste was very similar to pork. If you mix it together, no one can tell the difference. <laughs> Daddy, these these sandwiches taste funny. Shut up, boy! Tell me a dollar. Uh, I mean, did anyone ever come forward and say, "Yeah, I ate there, <laughs> and it was weird"? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure somebody had to, but it doesn't list. Like, there's not a list I can find online. But like, there was ate here, so. I'll blur that out. You don't want your last name. I mean, Senor Zach ain't here. Well, it's worse. Um, but but I mean, it sounds like he just said a lot of stuff to say it. I mean, I wonder if the cannibalism part is like that. I mean, see, I don't know. If like, you had to dispose of a body, I mean, that's a easy way to do it, I guess. That's what I always thought I would do if I was, you know, if you had a food place, it's an easy way to dispose of them. Have you ever heard of that thing where, like, 
you stab somebody with an icicle and then it melts. <laughs> I've heard that. Stupid... I mean, do you think that's a real thing? Because it seems like... Well, people do die from being hit in the head by icicles, so it's... It would, but you... Ne- I don't know. Like... The penetration is, it has to be pretty thick not to even break and get very far. But, I mean, you kill somebody with anything sharp. But, I mean, I'm just surprised that, like, you don't hear about that more often. Well, it's not really the perfect crime. It's still going to leave trace evidence and blood's still going to go everywhere. So, it's going to be like, well, it melted. I didn't cut them. Like, they were fucking cut. (laughs) Um Snow is notorious for not showing footprints. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, it could happen. It's just, it's a really feeble weapon, too, because if you don't hit somebody, like if it hits a bone, it's not going to probably break a bone unless you have a whole lot of force, and then it's not going to have the same depth of penetration as a blade. I mean, what if you create a... <laughs> an ice dagger in your freezer and you catch somebody out when it's not snowy and icy and then stab them with it. I mean, I guess. And the evidence just melts. <laughs> but, it, I mean, the the weapon would melt. The evidence... I mean, is, not the evidence, the weapon. But... If there's no murder weapon... I mean, you've got to realize also if it's cold enough to snow, the ice won't melt. So you're going to have to take it inside and let it melt. No, I said you make the the ice dagger in your freezer and use it when it's not snowing. Well, then you'd have to get them really close to the freezer because it's going to melt. I mean, it's a big dagger. You're going to have to be like, hey, you want a popsicle? And then like you stand right there. And then be like, hee hee, psycho them. And... No, you have to do it outside. Well, it's still going to leave blood <laughs> evidence all over your residence. I mean, you won't do it at your residence. You can take a cooler purse. <laughs> it's it's not a perfect crime. Now, if you can make an ice bullet, then you can go with a perfect crime. Because then you can shoot somebody from hidden camouflage from anywhere, and it would melt. And then you could, but it doesn't work really. I don't think because the bullet propulsion system is heated. Well, it just shatters the ice. <laughs> it becomes like getting hit with like a whole bunch of pellets of ice. Ah, uh, okay. So it doesn't have the same effect. It might be like, give them like a nasty road rash across their face. Pretty much for my perfect crime, I guess. I mean, I'll you go could defrost kill, on my ice daggers. You could kill somebody with your ice daggers, but it's going to be really obvious. Because the blood's still going to be right there. I didn't Plus, say I was going to do it in my kitchen, right next to the freezer. Well, I'm just... <laughs> All you can do is walk around with a cooler, and they're going to be like, well, that weird dude is walking down the street with a cooler, and then somebody got killed by ice. They would know it was by ice, because they would think it was a stabbing. But then there would never be a knife to connect you to the crime. you got to also think where this is going to be investigated. If this was investigated in this city, that really might would work. If this is investigated in New York or somewhere, it probably... It would depend. <laughs> it's just the size of the city and how much. Like, I think this guy tripped. This is a suicide. Accidental. Let's go home. <laughs> Accidentally slit his throat. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt because I don't actually care. That's okay. You can interrupt because <laughs> I don't have the longest of uh, 
info on this dude. Um, well, how much? So the different articles, how much did they vary? I mean, pretty large. Like this one says it was to start with his wife, whatever. Uh huh. Um, the news article just said basically he was living in hobo camps and it was a turf war with the first guys. Mm-hmm. And that's, that actually makes more sense than he went looking for his wife and just randomly killed two guys. But what the real story really was, he may have just been pissed off and they were there and he killed them. But since he got acquitted with them, he killed these two women. Uh, fed them to people and ate some of them. And that was the crack horse, right? Yeah. And okay. then he got a third woman named Rita Kemper. He uh, kidnapped her, which she was another prostitute. Sex worker. Sex worker. Uh, he gave her quite the severe beating in his trailer. So he wasn't homeless. He's in a trailer. But... Before he killed her, she got away and went and told the police. And yet again, we have another quote. <laughs> if you want to read this quote, too. Mm-mm, I can't it's, read it's anymore. It's creepy, though. I like this quote better. It's even creepier. No, I don't Fine, want to I'll read it. it. Let's see who's is better. <clears throat> My throat's sore, so I'll just... I'm going to try and get curthy. The words, I'm sorry, will never come out. For they would be a lie. I am more than willing to give up my life for what I have done. To have God judge me and send me to hell for eternity. I just enjoyed it. That's in that quote. I don't know why I gave it to like a... I was hoping there was more of that. <laughs> so, well, there's more quotes. No. He, he liked to talk in his trial. Okay, he, but... Because he confessed to killing 10 people. But all he was convicted of was the... Uh, what was he convicted of? He's convicted of killing the two women and kidnapping and all that other stuff with the other woman. Okay. Oh, hold on. <coughs> oh, there was a third one. Uh, he was convicted for killing a third one. Her name was Tony Ingrassi. Ingrassia. Sorry, I don't want to say It's weird that this sounds so muddled. Like, I mean, we're talking about 1995, right? Not like 1895. Yeah, 95. I mean, and it was. Why is there no like real record of this? I mean, it's not common that well, one 400 pound man kills several people. There's records, but what, the thing is, is that he said a lot of stuff, but they couldn't find it. But at the same time, you got to think of if he was actually feeding these people to people, there's not a lot of evidence. There would have been bone evidence, though. Well, how did he get busted for those? That one that got away. Okay, so the the third woman that he beat up in his trailer. Technically, she would have been the fourth because they found another one that he confessed to, that Tony and Gracia. Oh. Okay. Just her body was found elsewhere, is all it says. It didn't say where. So I wonder why... Oh, I mean, I... And he, when he was found guilty, uh, after the jury taking only two hours to come to a verdict, um, he initially received the death penalty. But then the, the sentence was changed to life in prison in 2000. So he's still alive, I guess, as far as I can tell. 
How old was he when all this happened? Let's see if I can find his birth date. Um, so. <coughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Are you lost? Yeah, I mean, I just have a lot of questions, and I'm trying to figure out where to start with them. So, okay, did he let the lady that told on him get away, or... He was 450 pounds. Probably she just got a good sprint, and he was just like... Okay, that's... Ugh. I mean, I just have a hard time imagining that if you're, like, tweaked on crack or something like that, and you're dealing with somebody that's gigantic in a small space, it... Let's see. I mean, I don't know the circumstances, but... Um, let's see. He was born in 55, so that'd make him... 60... Two, yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably close. But see, and what's weird about his is he killed men and women uh, with stabbing and strangulation. So he just sort of went. I think he was just sort of like a spur of the moment uh, killer, you know, or he had the opportunity and he would just do it. Yeah, it sounded like the first time he just kind of went ballistic, and then the other times were maybe a little bit more. Um routine but it's real funny is the quotes from that first article because they had like quotes from people that's like oh he's so nice though he always is saying please and thank you like there's several of them it's like i don't know well that's i mean i don't i know there's a really specific difference between like sociopath and psychopath but i feel like the thing about a sociopath which people often don't seem to understand is that you probably wouldn't be able to identify that person as a sociopath because they are so adept at seeming like a normal person, right? Or am I thinking of psychopath? Well, none of them are ever really normal if you really get to know them. Right, but you just always see people on Facebook saying like, oh he's weird he's a sociopath or whatever but like more than likely if somebody like that's not gonna be weird like the guy from uh what's that movie like patrick bateman whatever movie that is you know he was very like put together and normal like you wouldn't well it depends on how well they've coped because a real the biggest thing with them like uh and i can't remember the difference right now but uh i'm thinking it's psychopath or maybe it's sociopath sociopath Whichever one, one of them is unable to emotionally actually understand emotions, mm-hmm. and but they can mimic them. Like, but it's not real. They can be like, oh, they know they know social cues. Oh, I see. But a psychopath, I'm thinking, is they're it's they're not really able to even follow it. They don't understand it whatsoever, and. So they seem a little bit more erratic. Well, I don't know. Like John Wayne Gacy and people like that. I mean, they were very um, involved. This is the guy's confession. That's how long it is. I suppose he liked to talk a lot. Yeah, it's it's probably like two or three pages. Yeah, that's that's the longest confession I've seen in a while. I don't... I'll just read you the first sentence, though, because it cracks me up, though. Because I don't want to read all of it. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's the second sentence. I am 48 years old. I weigh about 450 pounds, and it's not all fat. Like, yeah, but... <laughs> What's the rest of it? 
It's a pretty decent confession. I just don't feel like reading it all. No, I mean, what's the rest of it if it's not all fat? Heart. (laughs) His dead bodies he ate. He stores them in his belly. (laughs) Uh, I think he's trying to be like, I'm I'm all tough. I'm muscle. Because this this confession was after he'd been locked up for eight years. And I guess he just wanted to come clean for parole, maybe. Although, as I'm reading, he gets life without parole, so... Maybe he just got on some medication and he just felt guilty and wanted to confess. I don't know. You know what a, a interesting project for our podcast might be is if we like introduce people like this and then we send them a letter and see if they'll respond and then we can talk about what they have to say. You gonna give them your address? I mean, like you got a PO box or something. I'm already paying for the web stuff. I'm not paying for. Well, I mean, PO I'll box. get a PO box. I don't care, but um. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to even talk to him. Oh, God. What if we catfished him? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's illegal. I'm not catfishing him. I met the lady who um, sometimes likes to tweak. (laughs) Are you into me? (laughs) I'm a 43-year-old lady. I've got six kids, two replaced hips, and I can twerk like a worker. No, I just mean, isn't he... Wasn't he into... Crack sex workers. <laughs> oh, he was in the killing then, which, from the way they I make mean, it I guess look, that's the only person he could convince to come over, probably. Oh, it looks like that's sort of like a revenge thing for his wife, because I read in one of the articles, it's not that, and I was just looking at it, but he said, like, his only regret is that not killing the people, but he truly regrets not actually killing his wife because he wanted to kill her. That's weird. I mean, because. <clears throat> didn't you say they have a son or a child anyway yeah they had a kid which that's even weirder to me like i mean that you... kid's probably like around our age or something i mean if he was born in the 80s yeah he would have been around our age but so what's even think weirder he knows or she knows like think about it like his mother was addicted to crack and then his father was killing eating and feeding people to people what do, you, what do you do with that? I don't know. Can you imagine, like, you know how people are like, oh my god, my parents were the worst. Like, <laughs> my dad, he he had a little drinking problem. He'd get real mean sometimes. And then it's like, my dad ate people and fed them to other people. <laughs> I know. My mother liked to have sex for crack. I'm like, today was stressful. I need, um, you know, a Xanax or something. And meanwhile... <laughs> Like, uh, I, I've always that's I would love to see a documentary about the children of serial killers. Like, what do they do? Like, what was their life like living with them? And then, what did they become? Like, most of them have changed their names and moved and all that stuff. Like, did you, have you ever seen that? Uh, it's a documentary on Netflix I just watched about the German guy. That kept his daughter locked in his dungeon in his basement for 24 years and had seven kids with her. I've read about that, but I haven't seen. I watched the documentary the other day. Very poorly put together, in my opinion. Because, like, it had the subtitles to it. But the subtitles were in white. And the majority of the scenes were snowy landscapes. So you could read, like, half the words and you'd be like, what the hell's... What? what? Yikes. But... 
It was. I, it's interesting to me because they had the guy's best friend on there for a lot of it being interviewed, and they had like the, I guess it was the aunt to the kids, but the the kids weren't on there or anything. I I mean, it's got to be incredibly difficult to be in that situation to whatever degree you're involved in it. But I feel like I I don't know. I don't know if it's if you would just want anonymity and to have a normal life if you can even do that or if like i'm tempted to say i would want to discuss it like i would want to just put everything out there because you know it's like that thing of when somebody says you know someone passed away please pray for us on facebook the first thing you always think is what happened but no one wants to ask what happened you know what i mean and you just like try to find clues about what it was I mean, you you know if, like, anyone ever finds out, like, all the first question you're always going to get when you meet somebody is, like, what was that like? I feel like you would just want to just put everything out there and just move forward. That would... And just say, read my book. <laughs> that'd probably be the smartest thing to do, but in that Joseph... What was it? Joseph... God. Joseph something. The, the daughter that that happened to, she got a complete, like... Total name change. And that's what aggravated me the most is the documentary ends basically at the point where he's arrested and they get her out. But they don't tell what the fuck happened after that. And so I had to go online and be like, what happened? And they gave her a new name and everything. And she at first lived with her mother. But she eventually threw her mother out because she, I guess, got a little better and was like, you never once asked where I was or anything and threw her out. But she had to be moved again after having a whole new identity set up because somehow the paparazzi found out where she was. And it said like this article, like some camera guy or whatever kicked in her back door and came in with a camera and was like, so how's your new life? What are you? Hey, so how's that? And like, what's <laughs> up? It'd be so difficult, though, because you have no money. You spent 24 years in a sex dungeon. You've had seven kids with your dad. I mean, even with a new life, how do you really start a new life with that? I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Like, does the government just, based on the circumstances, automatically provide for you? Or do you sue your parents <laughs> and, like, get something to, like, start over? I mean, from... What I could gather from the article, because they couldn't fully tell what she was doing, but it read like she was being supported by the government, but surely the fact that they had to keep her, like, basically in a safe house where no one, like, I think she actually has security guards to keep the paparazzi away and trying to have a life. But it also hinted that she has a relationship with one of the security guards. It's very weird. I couldn't, but they—I don't know. They're trying to—they're trying to tell what happened, but they're also trying to tread that line of respecting her privacy because it took them years before they could like be released back into society because they had to be reintegrated because the children had never been out like around people. Ooh, did they have eyeballs? Or were uh, they <laughs> actually that was part of it. Uh, they had to be reintegrated into light. So originally they had to work in dim lit conditions and reintegrate them into light. 
Is that movie called Room about that or about something similar? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I can tell you that that the Joseph. I want to say it starts with the K on Netflix. I'm about to look it up now. Well, I don't. I read about it, but I don't want to watch the documentary. I don't care. I love documentaries that are about stuff. I mean, nope. I do too, but I just that is kind of a grotesque story, and I don't. If it doesn't focus on what happened after the dungeon, like I don't care to watch an hour of somebody being locked. Have you seen the Cropsy documentary? Yeah, I I don't remember really getting into that, but I do remember watching it. And I watched that Slender Man one recently, and it's interesting. Um, I Well, you need to watch it. What is it again? Slender Man. It's about those two I girls. I don't have HBO, so I can't see it. Oh. I have to come over and watch it on your house one day, on your tiny TV. Um, <laughs> they it's hard to tell with those girls like it, it, sometimes you listen to them talk about it and it's like it was very premeditated and then other times they just are so surreal and they're 12 or something and it's like what but i don't remember you know i've always loved like scary spooky stuff I, when i was a kid i mean especially around that age i mean when I was 12, I think I'd read every single Goosebumps and R.L. Stein Fear Street book at that point, And they're all about like murder or something. But I don't ever remember there being a hazy line between like reality and, you know, like a fantasy world. So I, I don't necessarily buy it that they were just like confused tween girls who believe that Slender Man is real. I, it, uh, I, I could buy it to an extent. But that doesn't excuse it. Be like they were obviously something's off in the head. Yeah, I mean, there's and there's more without. Uh, and I'd rather be locked up in a mental institution or something instead of released back out. But that's just like that. Uh, those two boys and I want to say Britain that killed that little boy years ago now because mm-hmm. they're both out now. Yeah, there was a. I was just thinking about that when you were talking earlier. There was a girl that did that also in Britain, and I keep thinking that her name is like Mary something. I keep wanting to say Badham, but I think that's the girl that played Scout in To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> I keep picturing her, but I don't. I mean, I think that happened in like the eighties, and I think it was a weird thing where she did eventually get released from jail and the press like hounded her also and they kept having to like move her around and change her name and stuff yeah uh, it's one of those weird things because there's laws where you can't profit off of your crimes after Gacy where they passed that Uh, so you couldn't like write a book like so this is what I did and sell it because you couldn't keep any profits I mean, you would almost think that they would be encouraged under the, um, or with the understanding that the profits would go to like victims' families, yeah, that, maybe. That. But I mean, that's also equally creepy, I guess. Yeah, it would be weird to get checks knowing that like you're only getting them because someone murdered a family member. That's like, uh, did you see the interview with the? I think it was the sheriff, whatever, that 
of the group that just killed those two people that were on a killing spree? Or it was a guy and that woman? I heard about that, but I don't I don't really remember the details. Well, then I caught the interview this morning before work, and the sheriff was literally like, it doesn't really matter because there's three families right now where their lives are forever changed from this because their friends, families, loved ones are dead. Like, there's no undoing it. And that's that, That's the sad truth for any murder is somebody was taken away because another person chose to end their life. And that's just a simple, like, and family members either have to deal with it or else they just fall apart. Yeah, I th- something made me think about that the other day. I don't know if it was <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries, as stupid as that sounds, or if it was a podcast, but I kept thinking about, you know, it's it's so intriguing to hear about these murders and stuff, but I think, like, a lot of times I forget, and I think other people do too, is that there's this whole, like, group of people that are left behind that have to deal with all this. Like, not just, you know hey, our house is a crime scene and this is an inconvenience, but like for the rest of their lives. And I just wonder when when there are TV shows or movies based on this, I mean, do you just ignore it or do you go face it and say like, I don't want to really relive this, but... I think that's where I everybody's going to be different because if it were me, I would just ignore it. If I saw it, I'd just turn it off or something. Not, but I know, I know for a fact certain people would be like, They'd go watch every movie because they have, sort of because they have to relive the pain over and over again because then they want to bring it up to other people because uh, they want them to be, you know, like my friend was uh, blah, blah, blah. And they tell everybody. Uh, some people don't want to tell anybody their trauma. It's And which way is better? I don't know. I'm not a human being. <laughs> I forgot she was a ro- a robot. I'm a robot. A robot built by the Japanese to further their propaganda. Next week, expect more Japanese murder mysteries. Godzilla. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Johnny Quest. <laughs> we should do a whole episode about people murdered by Johnny Quest's father. And the white-haired guy had to hide the bodies. That's the real mystery. Yeah, I don't really remember or know who Johnny Quest is. Uh, a cartoon? Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's about Johnny Quest and his gay dad and his boyfriend. Did they kill people? And Johnny Quest had a manservant named Hachi or something. And then they had a little dog named Bandit. I don't really understand what the little Indian boy's manservant really... I think they must have kidnapped him. I don't... Was this a comedy? No, it's a cartoon that they tried to... This is older, so it wasn't like that. But when you think about it now in today's terms, it's like, why did they have a little Indian boy following them around everywhere? And there were never any women. <clears throat> I'm thinking they were part of a child sex ring. That's We just busted Johnny Quest right open. I I like it can picture as that guy from Cartoon Network with sunglasses and the tall hair. Johnny's. Just go watch the Venture Brothers. It makes fun of Johnny Quest some in there. It's really funny. It's one of my favorite shows. 
Um, okay, so do I need to know any final information about um, Miss, Mr. Metheny? Metheny is still alive in prison where he should hopefully stay for the rest of the days. Uh, Did they ever find any pieces of those ladies that he said he cut up or fed to people i mean did they ever find any like evidence of that other than that they those people just don't exist anymore all i could find were his statements i didn't get to the court documents to see if they showed that or not well if he was if he's in jail for the rest of his life because of their death surely there's some like concrete evidence of that other than him just saying it i would imagine there's got to be some kind of evidence Ugh. Ugh. But you're asking for me to have done way more investigation than I did. I guess I could have actually pulled the actual court documents. But I didn't. Well, I mean, that's okay. I'm just surprised there's... I mean, that's that's really weird. I mean, I'm surprised there's not more information about it. And I'm it, just... Like, I'd never heard of it until and somebody just posted it. As recent as it is, I'm surprised that there's so many differing accounts. I mean, you expect that when it's from like a hundred years ago, because you know. Well, all I guess is what the newspapers it was written before the full information was out, because it was mostly talking about the two original guys, which he was later acquitted for. So maybe I didn't look at the date. It could have been written prior to the confession he did years later. And so they were just going with what was known. They like they know they had two dead guys. He was accused of doing it, and he probably did it. I don't know. And that's how the cookie crumbles. Okay, so our takeaways are, uh, I guess, organic is good, but be wary of where the meat's coming from, because <laughs> it might be. Might be a person. Go to Publix. Well, I mean, what's scary is that... I mean, it could happen there, too. I don't know. I mean, it would be a lot less likely, but... Well, we can do a new segment next People are very farm-to-table now. You want to do a new segment I tried to do in my other podcast that Al won't let me do? Called Let's Ruin Your Favorite Food? I don't think so. You can just tell me one food that you really love... And I can read you one statement and make you not want to eat it anymore. Mm. All I'll be doing is opening up the FDA food guidelines and regulations and reading to you what is allowed in your food. I mean, I know bugs and stuff are allowed, but they're good for you anyway. Yeah. And other stuff. I don't know. It's pretty gross. No one wants me to ruin their favorite food. I don't know why. I'm going to have to do a little private research on this guy. I've been curious. I'm sort of intrigued about the idea of writing letters to people. I just don't want to encourage crazy people to talk to me. Because I attract crazies like a magnet. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, if you could discuss somebody and then... Maybe send them a note and maybe get a statement of some kind from them and just let them say whatever it is they want and then read it when we get it. What are you the, what? Just yeah. say, like, we're doing a podcast and we're talking about you this week and 
We were wondering if you'd give us any kind of statement that you feel like giving us. You can try. You're the. I mean, I don't know. That sounds crazy, but it would be interesting, I think. You're the wordsmith, so you go right ahead. Of course, if you open a P.O. box, we could also put that on here. People could send us mail, too. I mean, these people are in jail for life. It's not like they're going to show up at our P.O. box and wait for us, right? I mean, well, you never know. We're not going to be putting ourselves into danger, really. Stalkers aren't fun, so I don't know. And we're not. I mean, we're just telling their story. We just want to know what they have to say. Tell us where you hid the murder weapon. No, I don't care about that. But all right. You want to start ending the show with a ghost story? No. Fine. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to find what? one every week. There was a man in the car. He's in the back seat. That's an urban legend. That's not a ghost story. Hey, whatever. So it's still a ghost story. He Thanks for that story. Ghost. I always look in my back seat when I get in the car. <laughs> Like, there's somebody back there. I'm less concerned about somebody being in the back seat and more concerned about somebody pretending to be behind my car like I ran over them. So I would stop and immediately get out and be like, are you okay? And really, they, like, Curly Sue or whatever, they just faked it to get me out of the car. Well, when I was in college, and you were too, I knew a guy that was in one of my classes who was actually drunk and fell down behind the car and when they backed up to leave they ran over him but it wasn't to make him stop and he got did fucked he up die? And, no he had like it broke like half his body like he had like a broken arm and well, his leg was all jacked up but luckily since he was so drunk it just sort of went since since they didn't stop like it didn't damage him as much because they went right over him but uh, I mean, how did? But a more real life scenario is I know a person who will remain nameless because I don't know if this story is true or not. I have no idea. This is something I was told who years ago, somewhere I don't know where, was in an area where people were uh, bumping the back of your car, and when you'd get out, they'd rob you. And he said he was driving one night and at a stop sign, and he saw his car pull up behind him. And he said he was watching the mirror. He said it was like super slow. And they slowly creeped up and bumped his back bumper. And he was like, these motherfuckers, they're trying to rob me. And he had a gun in his car. So he said he just hopped out and just unloaded his clip into the front of the car. Ejected the magazine, put a new one in. He shot that one. Then he got back in the car and just drove off. (laughs) Why didn't he just drive off to begin with? (laughs) Because he's like, because oh, the people they were robbing were like military and he was like fuck you motherfuckers I don't, he's sort of crazy the guy told me that yeah actually I can't remember exactly which one told I me I hope it was an old couple who just <laughs> legitimately tapped his bumper well he said like he checked the news and everything and didn't see anything news related so he assumed it actually was the robbers yeah I mean I guess you would report it to police <laughs> could you imagine that you like accidentally bumped into somebody and they just got out and started shooting up your car I mean if it were legit like if it were an accident I would definitely go to police and tell them what happened so I don't I would want the record for my insurance when I had to explain why there were 
16 bullets or whatever in the front of my car. I don't know. I do know I shot an old lady a bird the other day, though. Driving. Because she was like your mom. She made That's what it made me think of, too, right afterward. Because like I was at a stop sign, and I couldn't get across the road. And she pulls up, and she starts honking at me. And then just as it clears up for me to go, and I start to eat, like I'd move like six inches, she hits the horn again. And so I just like stopped and was like turned around and did like that. But then I was like, that's so what Sally would have done. I'm like, go you slow bitch. <laughs> Maybe it was her. Yeah, I shot your mom bird. That would actually be pretty funny. <laughs> I, you would have known. She would have gotten out of the car. <laughs> probably she doesn't uh she don't mess around she gets road rage easy yeah she really does she's like an angry driver always has been but all right okay I think, yeah <laughs> we've gotten totally sidetracked I, maybe I it would this. be better to have i can cut all this out maybe probably won't it might be better to have... I'll cut out that one part where I accidentally slipped and said your secret last name. I just don't... I'm going to insert something there. I'll insert a noise. <laughs> okay, that's just fine. Like... <laughs> like that. Well, you're the one that said you're worried about people stalking you. And then you go and reveal my name. I'm <laughs> pretty sure they'll stalk you whether they know the name or not. I know, it doesn't matter, but... um, Quit trying to fill up my leg. I didn't mean to touch your leg. Alright, then. You gonna say your your closing line, then? Yeah. yeah, go limp. Okay. Well, good night, everybody. Peace out. They are the wild things. Those creepy wild things. They make me frightened. Wild things, those creepy wild things.